here are five tricks to instantly stop procrastinating. Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy to follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast, episode number 220. As always, it's a pleasure to have you listening today. I know how valuable your time is, so thank you for using a little bit of it to listen to this episode. And today I am talking about procrastination. Um, and procrastination is, of course, the enemy of progress. We've all been in that situation where we intend to work on a task or a project, but we just can't muster up the willpower to do the work. And even just making a start seems like a daunting task as you look at what can feel like a mountain of work. And before you know it, if you're not careful, you are scrolling through Twitter, you're watching YouTube, you're checking email again, or you're doing just about anything besides the actual thing you need to do. So with that in mind, I'm going to be sharing five tricks to help you overcome procrastination. And if you want to get access and read the show notes for this episode, you can find those at that at paulminers.com slash 220. So without further ado, let's start with tip number one, which is to ask yourself, why are you doing the work? If motivation is the issue, you may need to just reconnect with why you're doing the work in the first place. And understanding the purpose of the work and the end goal you're working towards can help you to overcome any motivational issues. So if you do a lot of client work like me, your goal should be to finish a project as quickly as you can. That's in the best interest of you and the client, of course, without compromising on quality, um, so that you can ins- so that you can service more clients and increase revenue. Or if you're working on a college assignment or you're studying for an exam, naturally your goal is to get the best grade possible. Now, realistically, not everything we do has a why. Sometimes we need to just do things because it's simply part of our job, and that's fine. But it's worth asking this question as it may help you to appreciate the importance of your work. Tip number two, and I really like this one, is to create the right conditions for doing the work. So before you get started, shut down your email, close any browser tabs or other apps that you don't need, Uh, A lot of times we just have apps and browser tabs and things open just because, I don't know, maybe we're lazy, we don't close them, or we think we need these apps still. Turn all that off, close everything down, turn your phone on to Do Not Disturb, and make sure you're not going to be interrupted by tools like Slack or Microsoft Teams, any of these instant message communication tools that can potentially steal your attention without warning. And if you need to, and if it's a, if it's an option, move to a new physical space, whether it's, you know, maybe you can work in a library, maybe if you're in an office, you can go into a meeting room. And when you do, grab your beverage of choice, maybe a cup of tea, a coffee, whatever you whatever you prefer to drink, and, and put on some music that's going to help you to focus, like I talked about in the last episode, and I've linked to some of the, my favorite playlists and artists that I enjoy that help me to focus. So whatever works for you. And just create the right conditions. Not only, I think, does this help you to create the conditions that help you to get into that deep work state, but even just the ritual of making a cup of tea or closing down your apps and moving space, it acts as a mental cue that it's time to get started on your work. Uh, I was doing it earlier today. I was like, right, I'm going to make a coffee and then I'm going to go and record my videos. And I just said, told myself, I'm going to make the coffee and it's going to be like a small little break. I'm going to go downstairs for five minutes and that little break is going to set me up to do this work. 
Tip number three is to break the work up into smaller units. So especially when you're working on a big project, one of the first things you, sh you should do is break it up into these smaller tasks. This makes it far easier to plan your next steps and the work feels instantly easier to deal with. And if you've ever read uh, Getting Things Done, GTD, by David Allen, this method, in this methodology, this is known as the next action. It's the very next thing you can do on a project to move the work forwards. So what is that next action? I'm currently working on an update to my personal productivity toolkit, and that alone feels like a lot of work. So as I do with any project, I created a new task in Asana, and I mind-dumped everything I knew I needed to do, you know, planning what I'm going to cover, recording new videos, creating keynote slides, updating the website, all these little steps. And so now when I think about working on this project, I'm not really thinking about the project because that can be quite daunting. I'm focusing on a singular next action, a bite-sized piece of work that I can make progress on. And this is why using a task management tool is so powerful. Project management requires that you identify the phases, the milestones, the tasks, and even subtasks within a project. So it just naturally walks you through that deconstruction process. This episode of the Pool Miners podcast is sponsored by OutFunnel. OutFunnel allows you to connect data from all your marketing apps deeply and easily. So if you use a sales CRM like Pipedrive or HubSpot, OutFunnel can seamlessly sync your contacts to an email service like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign and it keeps your two databases in sync. And then, once you've sent an email campaign, OutFunnel syncs the engagement data, like clicks, opens, and unsubscribes, back to your CRM. It even supports lead scoring, so the more a user engages with your content, the higher their lead score. This means that you and your sales team can focus on following up with the most engaged leads and close more sales. OutFunnel is the most boring marketing tool on the planet, because you need to only set it up once and it just works. It's the tool that I recommend the most to my Pipedrive clients and is the number one top ranked app on the Pipedrive marketplace. To get started, you can sign up at outfunnel.com slash pool. That's O-U-T-F-U-N-N-E-L.com slash pool. And sign up before August 30th to get 25% off your first three months. And thank you to OutFunnel for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Tip number four is to plan when you're going to work on each unit. So this is kind of an extension of the previous step. And as a strong proponent of time blocking, and I've linked to my um, well-read <laughs> post on time blocking that I mention all the time, the next step is to plan when you're going to work on each of these smaller units. Uh, you could do this using a task management tool and simply assigning a due date to, a, to the task. And tools like Asana... Uh, and, and many other tools can show you a timeline to help you visualize when each task starts and finishes. I like to go a step further, and I, have, I block out time on my calendar to show when I'm going to work on each task. And I like this because it forces me to think about, number one, what day and what time am I going to work on each task? And number two, how much time do I need to allocate for that unit of work? Whereas just putting a due date on is like it's a good good next step but it doesn't I don't really know when I'm going to do it during the day or how long I should spend on it so I like putting it on the calendar and by scheduling the work on your calendar you make a commitment to yourself to do the work a bit like scheduling a meeting with another person you commit to the other attendees to show up on time and I like to use this same mentality with appointments that I make with myself 
And I got started with time blocking back when I was studying at university. And instead of sitting down and trying to write like a 2000 word essay, which again is really daunting, I'd go through the, the, the steps. I'd break it up into smaller units of work. So for example, I'd schedule time on my calendar to work on each part of the essay. Like I'm going to plan an hour here just to do the introduction. I'm not going to be writing the essay. I'm going to be doing the introduction. <laughs> so you see the just slight change in language that I tell myself. Uh, so I'm going to do the intro, the, each paragraph, and the conclusion. And this process really helps make the assignment much easier to plan and execute on. And then tip number five is to create an incentive to finish. This is a fun trick that I like to use if possible. So just this morning, actually, it's a content day. I was preparing to record a series of YouTube videos. I do this once a month. I record four videos that I'm going to release during the month. And this is always a very daunting task. It's a lot of work. And it can be quite exhausting to perform to the camera for a long period of time. So I'm always like, I face this task and I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to do this. But I know it's really important that I do it. And I always feel really pleased with myself afterwards. So what I did is I made some adjustments to my calendar and I scheduled some time to go to the golf range over lunch. But the only way I was going to have time to fit this in would be if I got started and recorded all the videos without delay. If I wasted any time, I would not have had time to go to the range. Fortunately, I did. It worked. I did the videos. I was like, brilliant, went to the range. And literally, as I was recording the videos, I was like, cool, that one's done, move on to the next one. It's really tempting sometimes when I'm recording to record one, finish, and then like go check email or check Twitter or do something to um, give myself a break. I was like, no, no, I'm going to go one to the next to the next so that I can finish on time and go to the range. And depending on your environment and the work you're doing, incentives could be anything, obviously, um, you know, depending on the work you do and where you're working, but maybe it could just be going for a walk. You know, I'm going to go for a quick walk afterwards, or I'm going to get a takeaway coffee, or I'm going to buy lunch today instead of making it, or I'm going to work on something easy afterwards, or maybe I'm, you know, you're studying in the evening, maybe you could watch a TV show after you've finished. Whatever it is that works for you, I think it's a nice, fun little way to reward yourself, and it really helps. So those are my five tricks to help overcome procrastination. If you have any of your own tips, tricks, hacks, tools, apps that you want to share, head on over to the comments, paulminers.com slash 220. Let me know your feedback and, and tips. I always really appreciate hearing from you. One more time, thank you very much for listening to this episode, and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you, you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com slash VIP where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com slash VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.